Today's shir opens with one of the most fascinating halachas in Chesha Mishpat. The Gemara in Baba Metziah Daf Pegil tells us a story. The Gemara says, Rabbi Barchano Tavrulei Hano Shikuloi Chavisa Dechamra Rabbi Barchano had an incident where there were movers that were carrying barrels of wine and they broke the barrels. They dropped them. So he confiscated from them their clothing, their coats. Asu Amrularav, they went and they complained to Rav, who was Rosh Shiva at the time. He told Rav Barbachana, give back the cloak of the workers. Is this the halacha? I have to give them back their coat. They owe me money. They broke my wine barrel. Amr in. Yes, that is halacha. Why? Because the Torah says, Laman that you should go in the ways of good people, in the good path. So he gave them back their clothes. Amr they told him, Aniyanan, we're poor people. We worked the whole entire day. And then at the end of the day, we dropped the barrel by mistake. And we're hungry. We don't have food to eat. The less lamidi. Zilhav told him, Go pay them their, their schar. Go pay them their salary. Is that the halacha? I have to, as it happens, not, the fact, not only don't I, get, don't I get reimbursed, I even have to <coughs> pay them. I have to reimburse them. I have to pay them for something they didn't do. in, yes. You should watch the ways, you should keep the ways of tzaddikim. So the Gemara is telling us a very interesting halacha. The Gemara is telling us that these porters, they, they dropped the furniture while they were um, carrying it. They dropped the wine barrel or the same thing. Any movers that damaged while they're moving. The the workers are technically exempt. Now why is this? Why is there such a halacha? So the Shulchan Aruch explains that the reason is because Chazal made a takana that porters have a loophole, have an exemption because if not for that, no one would anyone ever want to be a porter. Because people, it's a common thing that's needed all the time. And if it's in, almost impossible to never have a, uh, anything happen. There's always some little scratch or something that's going to happen. And if you're going to deduct because of the scratch from the salary, the people would never make a living. On top of that, the Gemara says there's a Midas Chasidus, which is an extra, going the extra mile, to even reimburse them, to even pay them, even though they scratched your item, they ruined your item. That's halacha of a porter. Now, I just want to point out that this halacha it teaches us a couple of things. First of all, it teaches us the sensitivity that a person has to have when it comes to employer and employee arrangements. In other words, we are brought up in a society that's very capitalistic. In fact, I one time heard I once I read, actually, a person who was a, um, a big philanthropist, a non-Jewish person, very rich person, very successful businessman, and he also had 
a charity and a foundation for various charities that he supported. And he writes that he makes it a policy never to mix his charity with his business. And he says in business he's ruthless and he's cutthroat and he goes after the competition. And then he comes and he has his charity, which is a separate thing that he does, and he supports the charity. Now this is totally antithetical to the Torah. This is the opposite of what we're supposed to do as Yidin. We're supposed to mix business with chesed. We're supposed to do the business in the way of chesed. Here, this kind of case would never ever fly in the in the Gaisha world. A person moving your things and by mistake he destroys them. Not only isn't he responsible to pay you, there's even a midas chesedus for you to pay him. Such a thing teaches us and puts it into proper perspective what the outlook of a yid should be when it comes to employment. Hashem ultimately is the source of the parnasa. Hashem ultimately is the one who's going to send you your money. If it's negayah to someone else's parnasa, and he's not going to have any food to eat, Chazal say that you'll survive. You won't have to, you know, collect every penny possible. Okay, so your furniture will be scratched. There will be a little bit of damage. But on the other hand, he has nothing to eat, and we have to worry that he should have something to eat. Now, the first halacha of not being paid back for the damages that Kona Chazal, the second halacha of you paying the worker even though he damaged, that is not a Takana Chazal, that's a Midas Chasidus. A person is not required to do a Midas Chasidus, although it is definitely commendable and definitely a very special thing if a person would. I do want to point out another thing about this halacha, and this actually came up, I was asked to Shiloh one time by a person who was involved in construction, that he also damages things while he's doing construction. Sometimes he's trying to fix, he's trying to install some, let's say, some kind of um, lighting, and while he's doing the lighting, he, he makes a hole in the wall or whatever it is, and he breaks a pipe. So does he have any exemption? The answer is no. This halacha does not apply to anyone else besides porters. There's almost, I believe, not even one, maybe one opinion that extended to one other similar kind of worker. But ruba the ruba, most paiskim, there's almost no place that it says that anyone else could come into this to have, we can apply this exemption to them. So therefore, for the most part, this halacha remains only applicable to movers specifically. However, nonetheless, like we said before, it brings out a message of how we're supposed to look at employment in general. Let's move on to the next discussion, and that is the halacha of a shliach that got damaged while he was working for the balabayas. Now this is talking about not where the person damaged the money of the balabayas, rather the shliach himself had damage because of the balabayas. So the Shulchan Aruch, at the end of Simon Pechas, which is the end of the halachas of Shliach, of Shluchim. The Shulchan Aruch writes at the end of Semen Kofei Ches, Mi shehegiya loi hezek b'memoinoi machmat shlichos shluchai, oi shehelilu olav machmat ha-shlichos, v'hifsidu humomoin ein ha-mishaleach chayv l'sham l'inizkai. Somebody who had damage to his property because of the shlichos that he's doing, let's say he's traveling to a different country to purchase something or to sell something for someone, and because of that, he had some kind of damage, or or some people were moister on him to the government or whatever, he had a loss. The person who 
sent the shliach is not required to reimburse the shliach for the damage. Now the logic behind that is, the Ramban discusses this in the Chubas Hamyuchasos Ramban, which is the Chubas which are in the back of the Chubas Arashba. It's known as the Chubas Hamyuchasos Ramban. In Shailachav, the Ramban quotes Shaila Misha Gila Hazik B'Mamin Shaloi Machma Shlichos Shalchay Oyshe Lilu Olav Machma Shlichos Rosidu Mamin Im Alam Shalech L'Shalom L'Niskoi Im Lav. So does Mishalech have to pay for his damage or not? So we'll skip to the Tshuva. Tshuva ain't a Mishalech chayv in Tashlumi Nezek HaShliach. Shaloi Matsinu B'Tashlumi Nezek El Beniske Asmai El Beniske Mimoinai. We only find that a person has to pay if he himself damaged or if his money damaged. For example, if his animal damaged somebody else or a different animal. Haikadini Bahaikadini. Beniske Mimoinai Ke'eniske Asmai. And the, the reason why you have to pay if your animal damage is because of Fisha Pasha He did not watch his moment. But the damage that happened to the Shliach, what did this Mishaleach um, do wrong? He didn't cause the damage just because the Shliach happens to be going on a trip from the Mishaleach. It's not the Mishaleach's fault that there are people that decided to be malshin on him, or people that that stole his money, or whatever. Especially if the shliach is getting paid for the job, he's going for himself. And because he he's moist and nefesh for his job. So we see from here, says the Ramban, from the Pasuk of which was the discussion we mentioned yesterday, that since workers are Meister Nefesh for their job, the Gemara says that they'll do things which are dangerous as well. They'll do things like climbing a tree, cutting trees. Many times there are people that work as tree cutters that have to go very high up. Or many other dangerous jobs. They'll, they'll, they can steal welders and people are working with electricity. There's many things that are dangerous that people do for employment. All these things, says the Torah, are kinds of jobs that people do. And therefore, the Ramban is telling us that we cannot hold the employers responsible when people are doing jobs for them which are inherently dangerous or going on trips or putting themselves in places which there's always a risk of something happening, that cannot be ascribed to the employer. He cannot be held accountable under the laws of Mazik because there's no way to link him to the damage that was caused. On the topic of dangerous employment, the Neide Yehuda in Shuvis in Tinyana Yeridea, Tinyana Simen Yud, famous Shuva, where he's discussing a case of hunting. A person wanted to get a jab as a hunter, to hunt. So the Neide Behuda writes that different issues involved, I believe it's Tzar Balachayim was one of them. And the other discussion was, what about the fact that it's a dangerous job? Is he allowed to take on himself employment which has a risk? A person who's hunting, he's hunting wild animals, he can get eaten by the animals, he can get hurt by them. So he's doing dangerous jobs. He brings into play this puzzle that we said before. 
the Elav Unoyses Nafshoi teaches us that a person is is willing to do dangerous things in order to um, to, to be able to make a parnasa. Yeah, so the Nezabuda says in the middle, Me'ata Echi Achlans Asmi Ish Yehudi Lomachim Gedudei Chayas Rois V'gaf Gam Bezeh Mishu Oni V'asadul Mechyosoi L'zeh HaToyra Hitira K'mekol Soich for Yamin Just like sailors travel across the oceans, sailors all the time traveling the seas, it's dangerous. Well, you're allowed to do it. Why? Sh'komash V'atoyra K'mechyosoi Parnasasi Ein Breira V'atoyra Amra V'elo V'noyz Aznavshay Rabbi Razal and say Mazal all the way covered in this will be Elon. Master Atzer Lamisa. So therefore, he has a hetter if he's doing it for a parnasa. The Yudah says, but if he's not doing it for a parnasa, he does not have a right to put himself in danger. This, by the way, is discussed in a tshuva from Moshe as well, in Igris Moshe, which he's asked about playing dangerous ball games. I would imagine he means something to the effect of. Major League Baseball, where you have people that are pitching 100-mile-an-hour pitches right at a person's face. Can he be a catcher, or can he do? Can he can he play baseball when we have a sakonas and get hit by a bat or whatever it is? In fact, there's stories not before, that happened not so long ago where where there were children that were almost killed because of people swinging a bat and hit them in a certain place on their neck, and that place was a very sensitive spot, and they, and they died. I remember when it happened. So it's a dangerous thing. It it could be if it's if it's if it's done with with real metal bats and hard balls and stuff like that. It could be a sakana. So they asked Ramesha in Shuvasigrishmaishalkovdalid, is a person allowed to be misparnis from these kinds of ball games that have a chashash sakana rochatuva? A far off chashash that it might be dangerous. Now, obviously, it means to say it's not that common that a person should get hurt, but it is possible. So he writes, um, one in a thousand people get hurt from it. He says you should be allowed to do it. Why? And he bases it off this Gemara in Bab Metziah, which was quoted by the Ramban and the Noy de of the Elav who knows that it's Nafshay. If they man nitla be Elon umasar as Atin Lamisa, Leal Sarek. Alma, you see from here, the mutter, the Spanish, Afksha Ikachasha Kona, life in Rochik. You're allowed to take a job, even though there's a possible danger, far fetched danger. The Mimela Afksha Yeshashashi, Yarga Kayim, life in Rochik, is that mutter. Even if the danger is that he might kill somebody else by mistake, swinging his bat or whatever, or pitching, What's the difference killing someone else or killing himself? Is the same Since it's only a far off chance that something will happen, therefore he gives the Hector to do it. And then I believe in the Chuva, he says that they showed him, yeah, he says over here in the Chuva, Shabbat 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 and I was happy to see that I was mechavin to the truth of the Noy Yehuda that you're allowed to um, do parnasa, uh, do a kind of parnasa which would be considered dangerous. So Ramayish is writing that if there was a need for parnasa, a person is allowed to do this. Obviously, one wonders if he's not doing it for parnasa, which most of the time 
of these ballgames are not for Parnassah, is there an uh, inherent problem with that? Ramesha doesn't seem to have be discussing a hatter for that. But again, it's hard to know exactly the context of the question, what kind of ball game was being referred to, and obviously people should use common sense. But the halacha goes that as far as dangerous employment, you cannot hold the employer responsible, because it is the nature of employment that a person will do things that are sometimes fraught with risk in order to make some money. And since people are willing to do that, that's a personal calculation that the employer that the employee, I mean, takes on himself, and he, he, he puts himself into these situations. So therefore, he has the right to uh, do them, but he does not have the right to force the owner to pay. Now today, there's something called um, disability, things that happen in the workers' camp, if there's damage, the person gets hurt. So many times this question is not even so negaya, because most of the time there will be an insurance um, the, the balabayas is insured if damages do occur to the worker. But if there is no insurance, we cannot hold the balabayas liable. This concludes the shiurim on Sirius Poilam.